Welcome, everyone, to the Robin Walters Show here, part of the Red Sky Radio Network. Gosh, we got a program that is so packed today. I, I hope you're getting this via a recording uh, so that you can listen to some of it again, because I'm just going to fly. There's so much to cover, and I don't want to leave anything out. I can't do a second program. Uh, in fact, I am going to skip with the good news. I'm going to end with good news. But I'm going to skip it here as we launch into this program and we get rolling. Um, A couple of things, though, I'm going to mention here. Um, I'm going to cut a couple of words out of my vocabulary for the purpose of this program. I realize um, I don't even know you to go further than that. You'll just hear the difference. I kind of got convicted uh, just because maybe this country is uh, coming under a curse of God. Doesn't mean that I need to curse certain people. And so forth. So I am, even though it's true, and I mean, the things I say are true, but the attitude could be wrong. And uh, I got convicted of it. So here we go. Let's get rolling. But I'm going to start with Joe Biden. Um, I will still call him Joey Corn Corn Pop, uh, because that's true. I don't have any problem with that one. But some of the other names, maybe I'll skip. He, this is unbelievable. So in Taiwan, there was an election. And president-elect, I think it's pronounced Lai Ching, a great per, great man, a person focused on uh, Taiwanese independence, Taiwanese strength, ta- Taiwanese separation from the communist-controlled country of China. What does Joe Biden do? He doesn't send Lai or Li, how this pronounced, I think it's Lai, Ching, any words of congratulations. No words of support. And before a press conference, this is Joe Biden's comments. America does not support independence. Can you believe that? He doesn't support, he doesn't support Chi- Taiwanese independence because he's committed to being in the cr- in, cradled in the arms of Chinese communists, but not standing behind the historical liberation of Taiwan and its independence and freedom from the China mainland. Why don't you, Joey, why don't you just tell you tell people that you didn't support the independence of America and that we should still be under Great Britain or Canada should be under Great Britain or Mexico should be under Spain because you don't support independence. This is how awful our president is. He really is. This is an impeachable offense. You know, there it's not c- c- limited to high high crimes and misdemeanors. All right, high crimes. What would be a high crime? Contending that the United States does not support being independent. That's impeachable, along with about fifty-seven other things that he's done. Now it's going to. It's not going to happen. Um, for, if for no other reason than because. Uh, the people who could impeach him know that he's not going. They now are frankly agreeing with what I've been saying for almost a year. 
that Biden will not be the nominee. First week of March 2023, coming up on a year ago, they said Biden won't be the nominee. Everybody thought he would be. There's just no way. By April, I said the nominee is going to be Gavin Newsom, and by June, I said Gavin Newsom is going to win. I hope I am very wrong. Right on the first one, and I think I'm right on the second one. I hope I'm not correct on the third one. I didn't say it as being prophetic. It was just that this is where we are. I knew this. I, I knew this in my heart a long time ago that he would not be the nominee. Now it's obvious to everybody else. Uh, he's not going to be the nominee. Like whatever, they just just clued in. I got clued in on this deal, but he's not going to be. So the question is, who is it? Who are they going to parachute in uh, sometime during the summer, right before the um, right before the Democratic convention? I think it's going to be Gavin Grusom. Gavin Greaseball Grusom. Yes, the guy who loves abortion so much that he has blood dripping from his eye teeth. A guy who apparently hates babies so much. You know, Gavin Grusom would make Count Dracula look like he's pro-life. He really would. But that's what I think we got coming our way. Next. Uh, so, uh, so that a, an imam says that all Jews should be killed, eradicate uh, the nation of Israel. Uh, quote, by Allah, all of the Jews will be killed by Muslims. They will all be executed by Muslims. They will all be killed. Okay, we hear that garbage throughout all places in the Middle East. This is a leading my imam in where? Madison, Wisconsin. So what if I just said, <coughs> all, all Democrats need to be killed. They will be killed by the Republicans. They need to be killed right away. They need to, we, we need to eliminate all the blue states and turn them right. Come on, I'd be arrested. I'd have the FBI at my door in no time. But do they, do they, uh, do they uh, attack this chump? Do they arrest him? No, of course not. This is how bad our FBI is, which stands for following Biden's instructions. Okay, I'm jumping around on a lot of stories because there's a lot of little things I want to cover before I get to politics, politics that are very, very relevant today. Um, I hope you didn't buy an EV. If you did, I feel badly for you. Hybrids may be okay. Hertz announced that their EVs uh, are costing them so much money. They're in the shop all the time. They're not reliable. They run out of their charge. So what are they doing? They are selling 20,000 EVs in their fleet. And what are they replacing them with? Gas-powered cars. As Vivek Ramaswamy says, drill, baby, drill. Well, the world is a better place because of fossil fuels. And interestingly... I hope you saw that picture of all the Teslas look like an auto graveyard in Illinois, all dead due to the frigid temperature. They can't hold the charge for very long. They can they can fill the charge up, but then the charge is gone in no time. So they they have to wait for a long time. The lines are forever. This you know what this is like. This is like filling up your car when you know you have a leak in the gas tank. So to get home, it's going to require about 25% of the tank of gas. You have to fill it up to account for 75% of your gas leaking on the road before you can get home. This is a case with the Teslas. This is a case with EVs. You have to charge them for more than you need, take longer than you need, way longer than a three-minute fill-up at a gas tank, just so that the battery could lose substantial staying power in frigid temperatures just to get home. Northern Europe, do they go in for this stuff? No, Northern Europe is a lot. 
Europe has become smarter than we are. We'll get to that in a minute. COVID, I don't want to get into anything which I've talked about before. The people with vaccines, multiple vaccines are more likely to die. Ron DeSantis was correct. Every booster you get uh, increases a chance of death from the booster or death from COVID itself when you catch it again because you can catch it and you can pass it on. But I, all of the lies we have documented, I wanted to know about a Chinese lie that no one knows about. Well, at least it is not anywhere. I, I can't find it on the Internet. And who comes up with it? My dear wife. I'm not kidding. So I'm reading about, you know, these things, the next, the World Economic Forum with Klaus Schwab over in Davos, uh, which I think it just ended, Switzerland. And uh, they're talking about disease X. We're not talking about Twitter here. Disease X, which they contend will kill 20 times as many people as COVID. So if COVID really did kill 7 million people, which we don't really know, this one is designed to kill 140 people, 140 million people, which is in line with the fact that almost all of the globalists, the elitists, the John Kerry's, who cut the cheese while everybody else is listening, gosh, what an embarrassment that guy is, tooling around on his jet, contributing to climate change, if there were such a thing. Really, everyone, I mean, the only ones we don't know about are the ones that haven't opened their mouth. Everybody that's opened their mouth believes the world's overpopulated. Hey, I tell you, I lived in California for decades. There are places in California, there's nobody living. It's totally underpopulated in many areas. Yeah, if you want to focus on L.A., go focus on L.A. Anyway, so what's the Chinese lie that my wife discovered? I am here to tell you this. You will not hear this anywhere else. It's, it's not a big deal other than that it's proof. Okay, a year ago I got COVID the second time. First time I had it was pretty bad. Second time, not so much. I went down to the local drugstore to get a COVID test kit to find out. It so happens I walked into the store on the very last day of free COVID test kits. I said, oh, all right, well, guess the timing is right to get sick, I suppose, if there ever is a right timing. And they said, well, you know what? We can't give them away tomorrow. And I was in there at the tail end of the day. They This uh, the giving away expires. So they gave me all the rest of their test kits, which were seven or eight of them. So, well, okay, whatever. So I get home. Now, this is uh, well over a year ago, and the box says it expires November of 23. So I was many months, maybe close to a year, ahead of the expiration. And my wife got COVID recently, second time, kind of not as bad as the first time. Neither of us got vaccinated. Neither of us will. We're stronger for having had it. We know that. But she said, Wait a second. Do you, did you, speaking to me, did you read what it says on the box? I said, no. No, I don't like having to get my glasses out to read everything. She said, ignore the expiration date here is November 2023. Please ignore the expiration date on the packet inside. You say, well, big deal. Well, she wasn't going to take the test kit, the test. And she didn't. So I ripped open the package. And what's the expiration date inside? February of 22. February of 22. A year and nine months before the expiration period stated on the box 
the box which tells you to ignore the expiration date inside. And why? Well, because of all those that were expired, could the China, and it's made in China, could they sell them to the United States at an overpriced rate for which the taxpayers are paying for? Of course not. So let me ask you this question. They obviously lied to extend the life of something by posting a different expiration date on a box as opposed to what was on the actual packet inside, which contains the items, the the elements of the test itself. So the simple question is, what expires? The test and the elements that contain it? Or is it the box that expires? They lied. The Chinese just flat out lied again. The box doesn't expire, but they put that on there to mask the fact that the expiration was over a year and a half earlier than what the box says so they could continue to sell them to the United States. What do you expect out of commie, God-hating, Christophobic, bibliophobic losers that Joe Biden is uh, wrapped in the swaddling clothes thereof? The Chinese Communist Party. Oh, my goodness. Okay, got to move on here. I, I have come to the conclusion, and I think that is verifiable here by the stories I'm going to tell you, that there actually is no country. This is not a curse. I'm not cursing them. I'm, I'm just going to tell you the truth here. There is no country that at an administrative, at a regime level, is actually more stupid than the Biden administration. This country, I am now convinced, is so stuck on stupid that there is such a reorienting of our minds, which won't happen apart from a glorious revival. And even then, it's going to take some work after that to to turn the minds around. Isn't that what repent means? Repent doesn't mean to confess your sins. Repent means to to rethink, repent, pensive, and turn around and go the other direction, which invariably involves forgiveness when you're seeking salvation. So I'm going to start here. I'm going to fly through these things. They're unbelievable. University of Washington. University of Washington is forcing all white staff members to answer the question of how they are working every day to stop the killing of black people. How are you working every day to stop the killing of black people? Well, I would answer that question like Jesus answered questions. With a question. Oh, I love this. The way Jesus knifed through his opponents by answering their question with a question of his own. He'd say, well, I'll answer your question if you can, can answer this. The baptism of John, was it of heaven or was it of men? He did that in multiple places. I love it. I use it in my law practice. I would answer that question of how are you working every day to stop the killing of black people? I would answer, how are you working every day to stop the killing of white people by black people? You answer that question, I'll answer your question. Well, why do I say that? Because the amount of black on white crime is over the top way over the top, murders, rapes, robberies, and this is FBI statistics. I'm not just shooting from the hip here. FBI statistics, which will probably edit here at some point, but nobody seems to read them except a nerd like me. So answer that question. And 
they're, they're, that's the end of that discussion. Well, that wasn't the question. Well, I said your question doesn't make sense unless you answer my question because it's based on a false premise. And how stupid can you be to answer this? I mean, well, that's University of Washington. Who would want to go there anyway or anymore if they did go there? Next, FAA. This is what I'm saying. No country is as stupid as we are. The FAA is changing its recruiting standards to engage workers with psychiatric problems in an effort to be more diverse and inclusive. Yeah, you heard that right. I am going to quote from the FAA's standards from their diversity and inclusion webpage because it's all about diversity, right? All about inclusion. Well, why don't they include Christians? Why don't they include, well, you know, I go back to the University of Washington. Why don't you include whites in this? Well, diversity, this is our webpage. Diversity is integral to achieving FAA's mission of ensuring safe and travel, efficient travel across our nation and beyond. Really? Diversity is necessary. I mean, you have to have you have to have certain people in the cockpit to help ensure safety. Now, look, I'm just going to pick on some. I'll pick on whatever the Portuguese. Okay, sorry, you guys. So, if in an effort of diversity, you are going to have a uh, you're going to have a surgery, and all the surgeons happen to be Jewish. Let's just say they happen to be Jewish. Okay, and uh, or white, whatever, take your pick. But you lowered the standards, and the best Portuguese doctor you could find did not measure up to the doctors that were white or whatever race they were, or Jewish or what have you. So to increase the effectiveness and the safety and the assurance of a successful result, you're going to purposefully include, for the sake of diversity, people who may not measure up to fulfill that standard. Is that what you're going to do? I mean, goodness sakes, this is actually just simply, it's, it's beyond stupidity. What, what, is, what increases the efficiency and safety of travel to make sure that you have a biracial transgendered midget in the cockpit? Come on. I, I don't even feel like flying anymore, especially from Delta with one of these. I don't even know if I'll get to that story, but this is what it says. We are going to target the disabilities for inclusion in our workforce. Those who include hearing, vision, missing extremities, partial paralysis, complete paralysis, epilepsy. Just stop there a second. How would you like somebody with vision problems or epileptics in the cockpit? Severe intellectual disability. That's right. Severe intellectual disability psychiatric disability, and dwarfism. That's why I said the biracial transgendered midget. This is just so unbelievably asinine. It is. Western, the rest of the world is smarter than we are. Western Europe realized that uncontrolled immigration is horrible, bad idea. And what have they done? They have been warning us about it. What have we done? We've encouraged and increased the illegal immigration. They learned by experience. Unwise, bad policy, but they learned. Now you've got countries that are trying to curb it. We have the advantage of learning from somebody else's mistake, and we give them the middle finger and say, get lost, you're not diverse. We're going to be even worse than you guys are. We're going to be even more stupid, stupider, as some people say, than you guys are. Oh. 
So then we get down to uh, our Department of Transportation guy. Sorry, I'm going to continue to say Pete butt gag because that's what he he does to me. Uh, He causes me to want to just kind of gag. He says, quote, ensuring equity and accessibility for every member of the traveling public is one of the Department of Transportation's highest priorities. Hey, Pete Budgag, we're not talking about accessibility to travel. FAA members aren't the ones targeted here for travel. They're targeted for hiring, for inclusion, for being in the cockpits, for being up in the control towers. I mean, Michael Pearson, a lawyer, uh, uh, an airplane-based lawyer, probably pursues personal injury matters occurring on planes. He says the FAA is now placing diversity before public safety when hiring air traffic controllers. So think about that the next time. Maybe I will drive to Spain. (laughs) No, no. And speaking about the airlines, here's Delta. This is how stuck on stupid we are. Delta has a racial and ethnicity guideline for intercompany communications. Okay, so some Delta employees write and somebody else, they have to follow these writing guidelines in letters, emails, probably emails, of course. And these are the guidelines. Whenever referencing a person who is black or brown, you must capitalize the B. Uppercase for black and brown. But when using the word white to reference whites, then the white must be in lower case. I mean, I, this is just breathtakingly stupid. Why would I want to fly an airline that's that stupid? Or anymore have FAA controllers that really don't know what the heck they're doing. I mean, I called into the California State Bar the other day to get some information. And of course, I get through, I go through 10 prompts. They claim they're understaffed or whatever, blah, blah, blah. I couldn't give a rip. But a guy comes on a recording. This is this is the hiring, the the low IQ worker in the name of diversity. He comes on and he says it twice, and I hung up just to hear it two more times to make sure I had it right. He said, <clears throat> regarding the delay in answering the call, we apologize for any convenience we may have caused you. I told my wife, she about fell out of the chair laughing. I said, I heard it once, then I heard it again. Then I hung up to listen to the voice prompt again, and I heard it third time and fourth time. We apologize for any convenience we may have caused you. Oh, my gosh. And are we done? No, we're not. Joe Biden, immoral, incompetent, no brains, no guts, no morals, we getting the government we deserve as the one uh, can't think of the house rep was asked the other day. Did you think Joe Biden is uh, was placed as president from God? And he muffled around the answer. And I would have answered absolutely, but not because he's good, but because he's part of the judgment upon this country for its heightened and intense pursuit of everything ungodly, unbiblical, sinful to the worst degree, and then exporting those sins to other countries. Yeah, he's put here as judgment. We get the government we deserve. The country deserves a loser like Joe Biden. Who now 
has recently invested $700,000, maybe it's a small amount by federal standards, but seven hundred k into a program to prevent sitting down. I want you to sit down because I don't want to knock you over. 700000 into a program to prevent transgendered boys from getting pregnant. I am not kidding. This is just how stupid we are. There is no country in the world that does stuff as stupid as the United States, this regime. This makes me want to praise Putin for moral sensibilities. You know, this makes a... What's the equivalent? I want an analogy here. This would be like putting $700,000 into a program to prevent... Let's pick out a company that the, that the leftists hate. Chick-fil-A. Okay, here's a good example. This would be like putting 700000 into a program to prevent Chick-fil-A from opening a f- store on Venus. Let's fund the impossible. Oh, oh my gosh. Well, we are going to shift over here to the more political side of it. If you don't think that is political enough, hang on, because here we go. MSNBC, after the Iowa debate, they refused to air Donald Trump's victory speech, right? But they aired Nikki Haley, liar Haley, and DeSantis. You know, I love Ron DeSantis. He's a great governor, but he just doesn't have it. He just doesn't have whatever Donald Trump has got and Vivek Ramaswamy, who we'll talk about a little later. Next, California. Rampant in California. The Target stores and the Walmarts in various locations are having to lock up, lock up the underwear to stop the rampant shoplifting of Utah. So that's what I called it. We call it in our fraternity house. We call them Utrow. Anyway, <laughs> you know, maybe they should just start. Here's an idea. Start packaging used and unwashed underwear and then let them steal that. That's a great idea. I like that idea. Here's a bit of good news. I'm going to uh, put it in here. Only 1%. Got it? 1% of Illinois gun owners comply with the assault weapons ban. God bless you, 99% in Illinois with some brains, uh, because the alternative is, of course, having to get out of that communist state. Um, 65% of Americans now are unlikely to buy electric cars as they observe stranded drivers in winter freeze. Gosh, you know, you you can have all the bull that Biden and Granholm... And butt gag and those uh, energy and transportation secretaries, they shoot out there about how great EVs are, and the stats just simply say otherwise. And not to let California too much off the hook, their attorney general, Masada, says that the state law in California allows schools to hide students' tranny identifications from their parents. So who thinks the who, who thinks they are the parents in California? The schools think the schools are the parents. In loco parentis, that's the Latin for in place of the parents. Yeah, that's who they think they are. Okay, next. 
I only bring this up to make a bigger point. Rob Reiner comes out and he attacks Christian Trump supporters because the evangelicals went over the top in support of Trump in the Iowa caucuses. Great news. And Ramaswamy got about 8% when they were predicting him four. He did twice as well as uh, they said. He heeded the call for people to coalesce. He dropped out and now is on the campaign trail for Trump. But he was on the campaign trail for Trump. He was the only defender of all of the candidates in the first in any of the debates in defense of Donald Trump. But Rob Reiner attacks Trump supporters with a question. How does anyone who believes in Jesus support Donald Trump? How does anyone who believes in Jesus support Donald Trump? Now, this is interesting because the left frequently will throw Jesus out there to say, well, this is what Jesus would do, or this is what Jesus would not do. So it's the left, and listen to him, listen to Reiner. It's the left that actually infuses religion into politics while contending all along that the right, the conservatives, they're the parties and the ones guilty of doing so. While you're just trying to, this is your religious thing about abortion and about queer sex and all of that kind of stuff. Well, then why are you leftists always talking about what Jesus would and wouldn't do and that Jesus wouldn't support Donald Trump? We'll be right back. Don't go away. The Robin Walter Show is a listener-supported program. Your contribution goes to help as many people as possible to hear that the Word of God has answers to help you survive and even thrive in the dark days ahead in this country. We pledge to bring you the critical information you need to make informed decisions in this age where big tech and big media have conspired to rid our country of everything Christian. Please send your support to Red Sky Radio, P.O. Box 99, Wickenburg, Arizona, 85358. That's Red Sky Radio, P.O. Box 99, Wickenburg, Arizona, 85358. Thank you. Well, hey, you guys, I apologize, sort of, for turning Mitch Ryder in the Detroit wheels up. <laughs> kind of a shout out maybe to my Detroit Lions. Yeah, go Detroit. Uh, I love that song. I just love it. And we got a couple of listeners who really, really like that song. And uh, one of them, it knows, she knows it was just for her. Uh, well, and for me. Okay, move it along here. So you think the Chamber of Commerce, which is about business, and business would be about uh, carrying out Calvin Coolidge's comment, the business of America is business. That's what he said. Because businesses create jobs and products and things we need, and it's what's lifted us out of uh, the doldrums of the rest of the world, which has been on socialism and government provision and dependence on a bunch of commies. 
you know, that run and the socialists that run these other governments, all of which are wallowing in poverty. There's not one prosperous socialist country, true socialist country. Not one. Well, you'd think the Chamber of Commerce here would be uh, Republican. There's nothing that's conservative anymore. There's nothing that's a true Republican in the Abraham Lincoln sense of the word. No, not the colleges, not the universities, not most of our high schools, not corporations, not the U.S. Chamber of Commerce, not anything in academia at the university level, nothing in Hollywood, nothing in the news media, and nothing in the Biden regime. We've got one thing, we've got two things going for us. One, God. Number one. We're on his side. One person with God forms a majority. My mother said that and quoted that even before she was a Christian. She would say that. So there's one thing. The other thing is there are more of us that think like I am sharing right now than will admit it. They don't dare to say it because they get intimidated, ostracized, marginalized, sued, and pretty soon prosecuted as Donald Trump is and maybe uh, imprisoned. Who knows? Because the left-wing march that we're on doesn't end with a point at where we're at. They're on their way to a goal, and that's to silence anybody and everything from speaking, writing, anything that may convince them and convict them of their sin. That's a pretty, It's pretty simple. But the Chamber of Commerce now is raging against Trump and, 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 and challenging him for economic nationalism. Isn't that what the Chamber of Commerce, U.S. Chamber of Commerce is about? Is a national look at encouraging entrepreneurship and business and economic nationalism? What's wrong with that? Isn't that what we would want? And why? They say because economic nationalism of the United States puts the global economy at risk. Look, I'm not, I'm not ignorant of the, of the famines and the things that are happening a pestilence, disease, what have you, in other parts of the world. But the fact of the matter is, it is our economic nationalism that actually has provided the means by which to be able to help other countries. Chamber of Commerce doesn't seem to care. They don't want to have the success of the United States be the tool that lifts other countries they simply want us hammered down to their low level. No, we don't want to bring the others up. We want to reduce you down to where they are. I mean, goodness sakes, is this the U.S. Chamber of Commerce or is it the United Nations Chamber of Commerce talking here? This is just how bad it is. Next, Anthony Blinken, stinking Blinken. Boy, talk about a worthless guy uh, who's over there in Israel. I mean, Israel must... Netanyahu, after he gets out of Blinken's presence, must just go in the, in the bathroom and vomit uh, to, for what he has to listen and put up with from, frankly, ignorami like Blinken, who has come out and said, Benny, Bibi, he tries to talk like they're really friends, but he hates him. Netanyahu is more, uh, more civil towards him than Blinken is toward Netanyahu says that Israel cannot defeat Hamas. Forget it. You cannot defeat Hamas. There is no military solution. Well, <laughs> uh, Israel is on the way as they discover, what, 5,000 more entry points to tunnels 
that run right along the Israeli border inside Gaza, and a whole bunch of other things. He said, no, there is, Netanyahu, there is, quote, no military solution. Israel will have to accept a Palestinian state. You have to accept a Palestinian state. Well, you know what? Um, This is, (laughs) among other reasons why Netanyahu can just look at Blinken, stink and blink and smile and then ignore him, is because Blinken has no concept of what the Word of God says. And Netanyahu does. Now, Netanyahu's not a Christian, but he knows the Old Testament well. Probably knows a fair amount of the New Testament. I'm going to guess he's an educated man. But as far as what he believes and practices, yeah, it's rooted in the Old Testament. So where do we go with this? We talked about a couple of weeks about about the Amorites in, in Gaza. And I gave you quotes using the word Gaza from Scripture and how God says they need to be eliminated. The time will come they need to be eliminated. But more than that, Netanyahu also knows the book of Joel, the prophet Joel, chapter 3, where it says that God will judge those nations that have divided my land. My land. Well, what land is there that is God's other than what is Israel and then some, including the Palestinian portions? And actually, frankly, biblically, more than that, more than Israel and Gaza and the West Bank. He's, he's going to judge the lands. So Netanyahu's got to be sitting there thinking, stinking blinking here. He said, man, he's got to be thinking, you don't know the Bible, and you are actually speaking judgment against the United States to try to force us to divide Israel. And to, we can barely defend ourselves now you want to reduce us to uh, to defend indefensible. The Palestinians couldn't give a rat's rear end about a Palestinian state. That's a ruse. All they want that for is it gives them more legitimacy to do the only thing they have ever wanted to do and the only thing they have ever said they want to do, eliminate Israel. They're not after a two-state solution. It was offered to them, and they rejected it. Why? because it's not what they wanted. They want an excuse to attack Israel anytime, anywhere, with whatever, by whatever, whatever means necessary. And, and that's a simple conclusion to this piece. The fact is that the Palestinians themselves do not want a state more than they want to destroy Israel, meaning a state is doomed to fail. Because if there's a two-state solution, it isn't Israel wanting to eliminate Palestine Palestinians, per se, is Palestinians wanting to eliminate Israel. So you have a two-state solution, Blinken. Well, guess what? The goal for the Palestinians is to have a one-state solution. And it doesn't include Israel. All right. Now, I promised you towards the end of the program, at the beginning of the program, that toward the end of the program, we're going to have some good news. And here it is. I love this news. That, as you know, reading the, the, the newspaper or listening to the news, maybe, I don't know who you listen to, but the Biden administration uh, is not being allowed into two and a half miles of the Texas border with Mexico. Texas is refusing to comply with the Biden regime's cease and desist letter 
about gaining access to the border. This is the most highly flouted border portion of Texas. I think it's Eagle Pass in the whole border area. And so I find this this is amazing. Uh, Texas has what's called the Mil- Texas Military Department. I don't know of another state that has that. The California Military Department, the Michigan Military Department. No, but Texas has got one. Apparently they never got rid of it because they were a republic once. Because Biden threatened Texas with, you give our border agents access to the border so that we can regain control. Well, border agents don't have control. That's the point. They allow It's ali, ali, oxen and free. Abbott has a Texas National Guard down there block, blocking, controlling the border. Biden doesn't like that. And he said, you either give us access by January 18th, well, or else, Biden's words, or else, you're really going to get it. This is a good news. Texas told him to blow off. As far as where I am, you know, at the time of the production of this thing, maybe something's going to change after this program gets released. I don't know. No, get lost. We aren't going to do it. This is great news. This is the beginning of secession, which is necessary if Trump loses or if Nikki Haley is president because she's a rhino, rhino, wino. And, and Texas states, the facts and the law side with Texas. The state will continue utilizing its constitutional authority to defend her territory, and I will continue defending those lawful efforts in court, writes Ken Paxton, the attorney general. This is what Ken Paxton's referring to. I covered this three years ago, and I got this language to a high-ranking state official in Texas. I said, read, please, please, check out the Constitution. Read it. Uh, because you have the authority to take control of the border. Everybody thinks it's a federal matter. It is not under the particular circumstances at hand. And what I cited to them three years ago, coming up on three years anyway, um, in a few days, I guess, is Section 10, Article 1 of the the U.S. Constitution. And it says that no state shall, without consent of Congress, lay any duty or tonnage, keep troops or ships of war in time of peace under any agreement or compact with another state or with another or with a foreign power or engage in war unless, unless, and actually invaded or in such imminent danger as will not admit of delay. Texas California, Arizona, you've been invaded. How many millions have to cross the border to constitute an invasion? And it says here, when you're actually invaded or such imminent danger that you can no longer delay actions, the state can take it under its own, take it into its own hands and do what's necessary. So what's the or else for Joey Cornpop, no brains Biden? We're going to take you to court. Well, so what? So what? Texas just needs to ignore whatever court order comes out. They are followed. You can't have a case work its way eight months through the court system or whatever 
when the situation is such that the danger will not admit or permit delay. It's an emergency. Well, you know what? We know it's an emergency, but to gain access to this house that's on fire, let's go to court and uh, we'll straighten that out and we'll find out eight months ago whether the house that burned to the ground, whether we had the authority back then. This is the degree of evil and stupidity of the Biden administration. But God bless Texas. You know what? I know that it's the state that uh, George Soros has targeted to take over for the Democrats. I don't know what I can, more I can do to help protect that state. I don't know. All I know is that there are some people we need to keep out of office at all costs. And, and I'm going to, for the purposes of this program, I'm going to ignore Joe Biden and Barack Obama and Gavin Newsom and instead today focus on Nikki Haley for a minute, not exclusively. You know I don't like this woman. I don't trust her. I don't think she's very intelligent. I think she's a compromiser. I think she's a rhino. I don't think she has a strong moral base, though she states that she does. And if you have to state that you have a strong moral base, which she states she does, sort of means that, you know, listen to my words, not my actions. I do not like her at all. She rubs me the wrong way. However, I want to show you two more reasons why to not like her or not trust her. First of all, she said here this last week that immigration, the immigration problem at the border is in part relates to climate change. Now, this is stupid on two fronts. Number one, she doesn't know jack about climate change. She's just parroting somebody else and their, their words, climate change, thinking that if she just says that, nobody will, the only one who will challenge any one of these Republicans and all of the Democrats on climate change is Vivek Ramaswamy. He is fabulous in challenging it and in doing so successfully, which is why a lot of the Republicans run from him and say, oh, he's too radical. What? Is the truth is too radical? Well, apparently so in today's world. But Nikki Haley, for her to say that the immigration problem at the border is in part related to climate change, is number one, it's, it's kind of stupid at the level of not knowing anything about climate change or the absence thereof or climate policies. But for her to say that the immigration problem is not the fault of Joe Biden, it's the fault of climate change. The people crossing the border because of climate, not because of Joe's policies. And why would we stop the people coming across the border if it's because of climate? So let's do something about the climate and we'll stop the, the stuff at the border. This is, this is just asininity at a level that I can't even, it's hard for me to parlay here. Why? Because what she's saying is that the immigration problem at the border occurred apparently when climate change manifested itself, which apparently was the day after Joe Biden's inauguration. So the day after the Joe Biden's inauguration is when these people started rushing across the border. Very soon thereafter, it was a flood. Are you telling me, Nikki, that it was on, it was somewhere around January, late January of 2021 when the alleged climate change, if it did exist, it just started? 
or it picked up to the point that all of a sudden, coincident with Joe Biden becoming president, everybody's rushing across the border because of the newly developed horrific intensive climate change that occurred just in the last one or two months of 2020. This is how idiotic of statement this is. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Then, what's the other one? Uh, She has said, she was asked a question by a reporter. Can a man become a woman? Does she have the guts to answer it? No. Does she have the intelligence to answer it? Probably not. What's her answer? Well, when you're 18, you can do anything you want. A Nikki baby, that was not the question. The question was, can a man become a woman? Do you have a hearing deficit here? And we'll accommodate you. If you have a mental deficit, we will not accommodate you. The question was, can a man become a woman? And so she answers, you can do whatever you want when you become 18. That wasn't the question. Can a man become a woman? And the uh, the reporter did not have the opportunity to hold her feet to the fire. And, oh, gosh. Well, I love what Trump said about her in a speech here just the other day. Quote, Nikki Haley is counting on Democrats and liberals to infiltrate your Republican Party to put her over the top in this state, that state being New Hampshire, which is no surprise since her campaign is funded by Democrats. This is what many of others have said. Nikki Haley is pro-amnesty, pro-China, pro-open borders, pro-war, and pro-Biden. And this is a fact. She's a globalist. That's why Vivek Ramaswamy correctly identified her as Nick Cheney in high heels. She's never seen a war she didn't like because of her almost incestuous relationship with a military-industrial complex. In Iowa, just short of 50% of Haley's voters, and she got tanked. She's the one who said, well, we're down to a two-person race with a smile on her face, and she finished third. Boy, uh, she can't count either. You know, it's like the accountant that told me one time, he said, there's only three kinds of accountants, those who can count and those who can't, which obviously was a self-deprecating statement, but I, that, that's pretty funny. But she said, well, it's down to a two-person race, and, and she finished third, and a, and a distant third from Trump. Nearly 50% of Haley's voters, even in the state where she got creamed, said that they plan to vote for Biden in November. What more do you need? She is, she's bad news. So uh, Trump says, so if you want a nominee who is endorsed by all rhinos, globalists, never Trumpers, and crooked Joe Biden's biggest donors, then Nikki Haley is your candidate. Now to Vivek Ramaswamy. You've heard me state how much I love this guy. I loved him from the moment I heard him a year ago. I was championing his cause before new, uh, I had write, I had people write me and say, how do you spell his last name so I can look him up? Because he is, he's the Ronald Reagan of the 21st century. He really, truly is. American exceptionalism. He's Donald Trump on steroids in the sense that he believes this country is greater even than Donald Trump does. And Donald Trump thinks it's great. 
Ramaswamy's not wanting to see this thing tank and the dreams of his kids tank because leftists have stolen it and taken over the culture. He was the only one in all of the candidates, going back to the very first debate, who said that Donald Trump was by the greatest modern-day president. And some have said, well, he's just trying to be VP. No, no, this guy is saying things. When he used, when he used his final minute to tell everybody at, I think, the third debate why they should vote for him, what did he do? He spent that 60 seconds talking about the question that nobody asked, and that was about alleged climate change. And he set the record straight in 60 minutes flat on why we need to drill, why the world is lifted economically as a direct result of fossil fuels. I mean, I go to Texas last week, and they're telling people to turn down their thermostats because we are having a low wind event. In other words, there wasn't enough wind to drive the wind turbines to support the electricity. Jeez. And 38% of all wind turbines are backed up by diesel-powered generators for when they fail. Everything comes back to fossil fuels. We have no climate change. We have, and there wasn't, it was global warming until there wasn't any global warming. That's why they need to change it to climate change. So Trump calls out Ramaswamy in his recent speech as being just a great guy. He loves me. He said he's going to be around. He's, he's got a bright future. And he's going to be with us for some time. Well, you know what? I just need to quote Trump. He said, quote, he's a fantastic guy. And he's got something that's very special, Trump said. He'll be working with us for a long time. At which time the crowd started chanting VP, VP, VP. Well, people say it has any experience. Well, what experience did Barack Obama have? I mean, some of the best, <laughs> well, you know what, I, I, that's a digression, and I'm running, quickly running out of time here. And he, he's going to be Trump's insurance policy if Trump wins and he's the VP. Why? Because Viv, Ramaswamy, with a nice demeanor and a smile on his face and a youthful exuberance, is more Trump than Trump himself. He is more anti-woke than Trump. He is actually, believe it or not, even more pro-America. His values are correct. He doesn't have a shady background, as much, well, that which won't stop the left from lying about him. But if you go back, back to when I started to push this guy, I'll just be honest. I didn't get anybody. I didn't get one single, well, maybe one email that said, I like this guy. What I got was negative email. But it doesn't change my mind. It doesn't matter. I, you know, I, 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 I could sense in my heart this guy has a place. And people needed to listen, and they weren't, to these Republican debates because Trump wasn't in it. They needed to listen to him because they needed to know who would be their presidential pick if Trump got assassinated which I firmly believe the left will attempt to do because they can't box them in any, in any way. If they can't box them in, then they'll try to put them in a box. I really believe the left will try to kill them, and many people think that. Or he gets sick, or for whatever reason he can't run for president. Who are you, Who's your second choice? Get to know the candidates, and you wouldn't get to know them if you skip the debates. But as important as that is, guess what? The debates would have helped, helped you identify who would be the VP pick 
which is who I was pushing all along. I, I love this guy. Go Trump. Go Ramaswamy. Go America. God bless you all. Remember, sit tall in the saddle. You ride for the brand, the brand of Jesus Christ. We will talk to you next week.